Welcome to episode two of the Developer Diaries. Last time we were here, we spoke a little bit about that feeling of, you know, I don't know what I'm doing and everyone around me is going to figure it out at some point. And I just have to act like I know what I'm doing because otherwise I'm going to get found out and they're going to judge me. Um, and I think that's a very common experience. People talk about imposter syndrome all the time. Um, but today in this episode, we're going to focus specifically on the skill of winging it, which believe it or not, ends up being a very crucial skill to have in the industry and how, unfortunately, at least in my experience, a lot of education systems are not set up to help you feel comfortable and to help you hone that skill over time. Um, but once you actually start working, it ends up being really, really valuable to know how to do that. And I don't mean to like lie your way through your career, but just being able to pick up context clues and take what you've learned already and try to make the most of a situation. So we are gonna talk about that with Craig now. When you're in the education model, when you're learning in school, any type of school, um, it's like you learn something, right? You get taught something, you learn it, and then you execute it, whether it's in a test or a project or something. But real life isn't like that, especially when you're in your career. It's more about you, you do something and either you do a really good job or a really bad job or an okay job, and then you learn something out of that. And then you decide if you're going to keep improving on it or if you're just going to give up. Um, and I don't, I don't mean giving up in like a negative sense. I yeah. mean, just like maybe it's not right for you. And so you move on and do something else. Yeah. Um, what do you think about my theory, Craig? <laughs> I don't have like a good question there. I just, <laughs> I just thought that was something that when you said it, it piqued my interest because I don't think people talk enough about the yeah. difference between how we learn in school and how we learn in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that like we're taught in school that failing is bad. Yeah. If you don't fail, you aren't learning. Yeah. That's really what I believe. Like, like, and so in school, we protect you from failing and failing is bad, mm -hmm. right? Failing is the F that you don't, that like, if you're going to show a stock photo of school, of you failing, things like that, that's yeah. bad. If you fail, it means that you tried, yeah. right? And at least you're trying, right? Like, and, and if you're not failing, you're not you're not trying. And that that I think is a, a really, I think that's super critical to like to to at least self education, right? Like of 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 uh, always learning, right? Absolutely. Um, sort of like going back to the fact that I was a straight A student until tenth grade. I used to think I was working so hard, and I used to be like, "Oh my god, why are these other students not working hard? Like that's why they're not getting good grades." And then in my you know junior senior year of high school, I started failing really badly, and I was like. I'm, I've never tried harder. Like, and mm. this is the moment in my life where I'm studying my ass off. I'm doing everything I, in my power to try to get the good grades. And I'm still not getting it. Never tried harder. And that was like the first time where I started to like really look back at myself and be like, I was so cocky back then. Mm. Like there was like, that, there was such a lack of empathy for those other students because I thought I was doing the right thing. Um, and I think that it really sucks because sometimes you sort of see that in teachers as well, where they're seeing students that are failing and they're like, hey, why aren't you trying hard? Um, I don't know where that comes from, because maybe as a teacher, like you sort of you're trying really hard to teach these kids. And if they're not picking it up, um, you sort of feel like they're not. Maybe, you know, giving you the time or attention that's needed to pick up on those skills. Um, uh, I think that's yeah, I think that's yeah. a good way to, to summarize that. I think that that's yeah. a that's a. Um... It's unfortunate that hap that, that happens that yeah. when teachers don't look inward of like, well, if that didn't work, maybe I can try again instead of like, well, there's something wrong with them. 
Yeah. That, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry that you went through that. I mean, I know, I know that there's a lot out there. Like yeah. That. And I think it's something that like, I guess moving forwards, it would be really cool to sort of see an education system that encourages not like, I feel like we tell people it's good to fail so you can learn, but we don't actually encourage them to mm -hmm. fail. And I think that would be something that would be really cool to start seeing in the future. Yeah. To I, put students in situations where they sort of have to fail so that they have to learn what that feels like and how to, you know, yeah. get out of it. Yeah. I mean, especially in our world, right? Like if you get an error, that feels intense. And people are like terrified of that error, and, and rightfully so. If I can't read the error, how am I going to get out of this? How, what, how did I break the computer? Like, like even at that <laughs> level, right? And so, yeah, I think that there's also... I think that the same tone is there in people who are writing error messages where they're just like, There's, you did something wrong. And it's like, oh, no, here, actually, this is what you're trying. And you can see that. You can see that really well done and like nice CLIs with like, maybe you meant this. Yeah. You know, like, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was what I meant to you. So, yeah. And even yeah. like on that note, how like developers will break production. And in the moment that you break production, you're like, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. But then all the senior engineers are like, oh, we've all yeah, been there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. To write a passage. Exactly. It's not that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit more about going from being, we've spoken about becoming a teacher from mm -hmm. a developer. How did you go from that to becoming a developer educator and like where you're at right now? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So I came out of, um, I came out of Peace Corps and I ended up uh, at a nonprofit and it was a pretty heavy, tech heavy nonprofit. They were like, they kind of like own the market for job listings and, and things like that. And I was excited that like, oh, cool, this will help. They were like helping other nonprofits. So I was like, oh, cool, I can spread my wisdom this way and we can go and learn and I can learn a bunch. And we ended up doing, I, I ended up there for a long time. I, I became a manager. I enjoyed that sort of stuff. But like the whole time, what I really liked about, what I really liked about being a manager was being able to uh, lift people up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I missed, I missed that bit of teaching. I missed like being in front of a room of people because like that was getting back into my theater stuff. Like I, I liked that because like being able to think of your foot is very improv like it was very improv like lights out okay yeah. here we go jeopardy yeah. like there's a there's a bit of that that i really liked and that uh, scratches an itch yeah. that i have um uh and uh at this nonprofit, you get to go on a sabbatical i went on a sabbatical and i I stared at the water as you do, you know, I, I feel like every time in my career, whenever I make a change, I went and stared at the water. Uh, sure. I did before Peace Corps as well. Um, and I was like, I want to teach. I wish, I wish there was some way that I could teach and still use my skills that I have and not go back into the college system. I don't want to be a weeder teacher. I don't want to do that ever. I don't want to like, and I don't have those skills. I don't want to go and do that. Like, I wish there was some way I could do that. And I, Googled and it just so happened that we, you know, we were living in Portland at the time. In Portland, there was this company called Treehouse that was looking to um, uh, hire a developer who wanted to do teaching on camera. And this was like a new, this is like super new, like that concept of like sign up for this thing and watch this course. And like, it's like, oh my gosh, you can do that. And so they were looking for a Java teacher, and I was like, hey, I've got that in there. I think, I think I have that. So I went and and winged it, <laughs> and pretended like I knew how to do this stuff, and yeah. gave a Java lesson, and I I got the job, which I'm like so grateful for. That yeah. like just all those things just kind of like happened together. Total luck of the. Uh, for some reason, we were in Portland because of you know we went through Buenos Aires, New York to Buenos Aires to Portland, and just randomly in Portland to be able to do this. So it's like just worked out really nice that's so, so cool and yeah. 
this is at a time, like you said, this hasn't been done before. So yeah. it's not like you watch videos of other right. developer advocates or developers doing this. This yeah. is sort of like you saying, hey, those are skills that I have from very different aspects of my life that I can put together and do this job. Yep. But I've never done it. I've never seen it done, been done before. So I'm just going to go in and try it. Yeah and see if it works out yeah. um, and learn from that. And we, like the topic that I wanted to really talk about is transferable skills. Cause yeah. you're not, you haven't been thinking about like planning your career and one day I'll become a developer educator. You sort of have just been like following your passions and every step of the way, been picking up these skills of like, how do you improvise in a class? Where did you get those improv skills from theater, right? Yeah. How did you get into theater from your own interests in arts and yeah. those types of things. And it's yeah. so interesting how those things just start like colliding with each other yeah into this one like almost perfect job right yeah it's it's amazing like it, it is amazing when when that happens and it doesn't feel real and i i love that about devrel in general where you're like wait i get to do what <laughs> literally everything I've, I've ever wanted to do yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and and uh, i i think that there is a I feel like there is a place for everybody, like, and you will find what that is. If if you just love the challenge of like trying to write documentation that someone's going to like a very complex thing, and you let there's people who love that and they find that, and and it's so cool. It's so cool that like it exists. Yeah. Outside of just being a developer too, because like that's also a thing. People love being doing development. They love that 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 stuff too, which I I also think is fun. But if I do it too much, I'm like, oh, I'm missing what I love. Yeah. And so yeah. yeah. All right, and then our next talk is going viral. Mm. That's something that is everyone wants to do it. It's yeah. so difficult. You've gone viral a couple of times actually. You have the free code camp thing, and then you have the. Um, dunking tank thing. Um, so, is there a formula to it, or is that also just winging it? Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think that I think that people love authenticity. Yeah. So, the more authentic you can be, the more um, you'll do it. But I, I was just being myself, right? Like I was just being. You got to let your dork out a little bit. I think um, you have to like. So, with the 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 free code camp, I. When I was at Treehouse, I, I, I love free code camp. I love the idea that like there there's the, here's this resource for free. Everyone go learn learn this, um, and that's just totally like lines up with what I've always wanted to do. Yeah, and I was finally at Tree, Treehouse kind of viewed them as a competitor, um, so I was unable to work with them. But I when I when I saw that after being at Treehouse, I was like, oh, how do I work with them? Um, and so I was able to finally work with them and said, hey, you don't have a course on APIs. I know that is a prerequisite for almost everything that we ever need to know. Would you like that? And uh, Bo, Bo uh, the the guy, <laughs> we don't need to say Bo's name. Yeah. <laughs> and the the um, you know the content director at at Free Code Camp said we would love to have a course on that. I was like, oh, awesome. And then I was like, ooh, wait, I am not in any sort of brand right now. I don't have any sort of like uh, constraints, right? Because like at, at Treehouse, there were there were constraints around it, but. Um, I would, it was super lucky that like the, the timing was just right where, where um, there was a lot of people from Treehouse that were available to help me put this together. And uh, there's, there's something about making a course where it's like, it's like uh, I, I can liken this to a band. Uh, let's, let's draw, we can draw a parallel. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Parallels. <laughs> uh, when when you're like when you're writing a song and you're like here this, here's this little bit this riff I have and then the drummer's like what about this to it yeah. and you're like ooh that's cool and it's it's your idea 
but it's got these layers, right? It's like there's these more. It's not just you. And when the, when a song comes out, you know that it's not just that person, unless it's like Smashing Pumpkins, then it's just that person. But like usually, there's like there there's a whole band that comes together and puts it together. And if you can get the right group of people, which we did, we you know we had the the motion design in that thing is just gorgeous. And the ideas that we had, we were we were kind of experimenting. We we're like, let's just be dorky and let's remember that this is people's first time ever thinking about this. And what would what does it mean to to do that? Like, what does it mean to think about if you don't know what an interface is? Like, how do you talk about an API? It's one of the letters. Like, how do you talk about that? So yeah. you just took it and just took the time that you needed and just inserted the dorkiness and like people enjoyed that. Yeah. And some people didn't, as as, <laughs> as they do. Um, uh, but I, I just I just do that and like you know people will say I wish you didn't do that and I was like well sorry that's that's always going to be there and I I know that the the silly stuff has to be in there from experience. Like I, you know, we did hundreds of courses at, at Treehouse and that was the formula that worked for me because that's my, my style. I got it. If, if, if there's not a dad joke in it, it's not, you're, you're waiting for it. And, and like, if you know my work, you're like, Oh, he's going to do a joke here. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. And like, um, and I love that. I love leaning into to to who you are. And I think you know now I coach people on. We'll do webinars. We'll have people come in, and it'll, it'll be dry. And I'll be like, "Can you make that more about yourself yeah. a little bit? Like, what what do you like about it?" And once they do that, it opens up, and like it, it comes across on the camera. And people want that because we're people. We're learning this stuff, and it like it, we relate that way. And I think that that's what that's what the free code camp thing was. It was the the you know we launched it in end of December of 2019 and it got it broke 4 million views which I've just never never dreamed of and so uh, uh, there, were, there was some struggling going on so we bumped it we we did a reboot and it, it's, it's broken 400,000 already the new one that's Uh-oh. out this year yeah. so like just incredible and, the, it, and the, there's a there's a need for it um, so yeah I think the formula is be yourself and like remember uh, there's a great like uh Ira Glass uh, quote where he's like, you, you should look it up. We can look it up afterwards. <laughs> but uh, something along the lines of like, what what made you do what you're doing is is your taste. Mm-hmm. You have good taste, and when you produce stuff, it might be might feel bad, right? But that's your taste, yeah. and, and you will make it better. But you have to try. And like we're we're in one now. We're you're trying this podcast, like you talked about. We'll see how yeah. it goes. Exactly. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, we'll get feedback, and yeah. then we'll figure out if we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. And you're learning. And that's yep. so important because I feel like be yourself is one of those like everyone says it, and you never yep. when you first hear it or like first try to apply it to your own content, it's so difficult to oh, do. Yep. Um, but I remember when our like. Uh, serverless code camps that we used to do every summer Um, at the end students get a chance to sort of like present their work in a lightning talk and almost every time the first draft when they first do like a dry run of it they're just like they're trying really hard to put across some good points but it's like a presentation right it's like here this is who I am this is what I did this is why I did it awesome and like the most common feedback that I would ever give to students was let's go back to that initial slide where you're talking about yourself and actually talk about yourself like tell us more than like what grade you're in and what school you're going to right tell us about your interests because more often than not those things tie so well into why you solve that problem and once people see that connection they're so invested right Right. dad jokes and like humor and funny things those are 
that's part of who you are, which yeah. is why it works with the content. Right. And it doesn't mean that everyone has to put in jokes or memes into their sides. And they shouldn't if it's not them, right? Exactly, yeah. they shouldn't. Um, but if it's if you're more of an emotional storyteller, if you're more of somebody who's like extremely passionate about some, like, I don't know, global warming or mm -hmm. just like the environment, whatever problem you're solving, show that passion yeah. because that's what gets people so invested. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what you're, you're going to be making your best work because it's truly yours. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What's the value of creativity in tech, right? We're basically just talking about this. Um, what What is your answer to this? Oh, I mean, it's it's fun. I think like the fun, the, the, have fun with it because when you do people, people need it. First of all, this stuff is dry. There's a lot of dryness here, and especially in tech, right? Like, um, and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be dry. It can be fun, and you can figure out ways to make it fun as long as it's not too distracting, and that, that balance is hard to do. Um, and that's our entire job, yeah, right? Like, yeah. trying to find ways to make things fun for other developers yeah. in ways, and, like, go to places where they're going to have that fun, right? Yeah. Like, whether that's at an event, whether yeah. that's at a virtual conference or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really awesome things to learn from the journey that you've been on so far. And thank you so much for joining me in my first pilot podcast. I am so um, honored to be here. Yeah, and yeah. sharing your stories. And I'm excited to sort of see other people start learning from your experiences and then applying what you learned to their own situations and everything. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining. <laughs> that's it. I don't have an outro, but that's it. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. That's Thank good. you so much, Craig. That was good. I love the yes. I love the um the diary bit. <laughs>